welcome to this episode of the podcast. I know this episode is going to help you so much. You're struggling to not only choose between a customer relationship management system, otherwise known as a CRM, but it's also really going to help if you have a CRM and you're having trouble figuring out your workflows, what you want this software to do for you, and how to think about setting it up from a systems perspective. The OBM and me is really heavily nerding out. Now, if you haven't met Jen yet, you're in for a big treat. Jen Bays is the owner and visionary of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. After spending years in the online space and realizing that her favorite clients, the ones that she could help the most were photographers who created bomb photos, but are drowning in their business. Now, Success Beyond the Lens has grown into a full-service marketing and operations team ready to take your business to the next level while taking more off of your plate. And on a fun personal note, back when I first started this journey in the online space, I was working as a virtual assistant. I had taken a program to learn how to be a podcast manager. So one of my first, or maybe it was my very first editing job, came from a team of three business owners. One of them included Jen Bays. So now full circle and many years later, we both have our own podcasts and we're able to bring this conversation to you. Jen's content is what I point a lot of people to, especially when they're having trouble setting up their CRMs, whether that's just deciding on what to use or figuring out how to make it work really seamlessly for them. And by the way, I'm coming to you today from a day bed on a sun porch on vacation. So really just living the dream with this intro. We'll share more links of ways you can reach out to Jen in the show notes, but her website is successbeyondthelens.com. And now taking you to the show. Jen, this is such a treat today. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited that like we get to hang out two days in a row. This is really so special because Jen and I, we talk on Voxer and I spy on all of the amazing farm-like happenings on our Instagram stories, but to actually get to spend time face-to-face, it just makes me want more of it. I know. Me too. I, and anytime I meet with like someone who is in this space and we see each other, we interact, but then we actually like get on a call and like hang out. Like we need to plan this for like a monthly thing or something. Yes. <laughs> little mini mastermind or just like a margarita <laughs> night. Yes. I am 100% down for margarita night. I now have a book club night once a month and that's been a game changer. I could never get on board with book clubs because I'm too much of a rebel at heart. And I want to talk about books with people, but I don't want you to tell me what to read because then I'm mad. (laughs) I can appreciate that. I have a hard time. I just joined a couple months ago and we've read, I think I've read two or three books that wasn't my, that weren't my pick. And I'm like, I mean, I like reading other stuff, but I'm like, I want to read what I want to read. I think when we're moms, business owners, you know, we have a life and family. You have so many really lovely animals too that rely on you. You just like, if you have 30 minutes or, you know, some amount of time to read, I just want to read only what I want to read. And sometimes those picks (laughs) don't turn out to be that great, but still at least I'm in charge. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will say the book club that I'm a part of is like kind of focuses on a genre that I enjoy. So there's that benefit. Yeah, that helps. (laughs) Well, for people who haven't got a chance to meet you, I would love if you would share your journey into the online space, into what you're doing now. Sure. Absolutely. I have been in this space for just like a smidge over four years. I started off as a virtual assistant. Uh, I was working full time. I had a newborn at home. I actually started my business um, on maternity leave. My previous boss did a lovely job of ticking me off while I was on maternity leave. I was like, okay, don't want to do this anymore. So I became a virtual assistant. Six months later, I went full-time. 18 months later, I niched down to photographers and Success Beyond the Lens is born, which is the agency I run today. And in the last, I can't do math, two and a half years, <laughs> we have, we've had a crazy, crazy growth the last 18 months. The team has gone from just me and one other person to now we have a team of six We have an extensive client roster and I have a really great support team and my bookkeeping team and my business coach and my therapist and all of the things. Yes. All necessary, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm wondering, this isn't the topic of today's podcast because we are going to really nerd out and dig into CRMs, which are customer relationship management tools that we all need in one form or another in business. But one question I hear from people in the virtual space almost every day, if not multiple times a day, is the difference between building a team and an agency and why someone might desire to build an agency. Like what is the benefit? And you know, building a profitable agency is a whole nother topic, but I'm wondering if you could just briefly talk about why you decided to go the agency route versus um, the team. So that's such a great question. I initially started growing a team, like someone that I would give tasks to them that they weren't client facing. They just kind of helped me with day-to-day stuff. And I didn't get the freedom in that, that I was looking for. I I realized that they weren't able to own the role because they were constantly waiting for me to give things over to them. So I hired a business coach. I was like, this is the issue. Not really sure what to do here. The company's growing, but I can't keep like being the lunch lady and dishing out like (laughs) the tasks. Mm -hmm. So she's like, well, I think we need to kind of switch your mindset on it. She's like, I think you need to find people that you're comfortable with them being client facing so that you do get the freedom you're looking for. And that was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, at that point I'd spent two years building a business and, and a brand and a reputation and to think of bringing someone into the team to like run their own clients was super scary, but we walked through everything and it's and it's been incredible. Last year, so 2021, I took 2 weeks completely off from the business in two separate times and the team took care of everything. Like my social media still went out, our marketing clients were still taken care of, our admin clients were still taken care of. Even my I I only have two one-to-one clients anymore and even my team took care of my clients. So I'm I'm slowly finding the freedom that I was looking for while still growing the business. Mm-hmm. I realized that photographers are really underserved 
And they're probably one of the niches that need us most because they have no idea about systems and like really running the business side of things. Mm -hmm. They love the creative side and that's why they're really good at it. So I wanted to be able to offer photographers solutions at a price point that was accessible. And I couldn't do that with it just being me and then still meeting the goals I had for, for myself. That's really helpful. I think for people to start thinking about as their own business grows, there's so many pathways you can take, but done right. Like an agency can be a really great model. And I, from this side of it, I see agencies that are, I'm not saying they're not done right. They're just not as profitable as they could be. Like people aren't really leveraging that model to where they're having the freedom and they're bringing in the income that makes sense for the amount of time and effort it takes to manage a team. It's definitely been a learning curve. And I will be the first to admit that if I had tried to venture in this direction on my own, I don't think I would have seen the success that we've seen. My business coach really helped me model an agency that we were able to see profit from, from the jump Mm -hmm. and help me build it in a way that I found the freedom I needed while giving my team the autonomy they needed in order to really own the roles. And those were really hard mindset, mindset, (laughs) mindset shifts that I needed to make before, before it really started taking off. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And now we talk about some of what your team does exceptionally well, because I know you cover a broad range of things, but what I knew you for like way, way back in the beginning was these really incredible white glove system setups. And I think when people are planning the systems for their business, it can be hard for them to conceptualize what they need. And so I wonder if you would speak to us about first, what is a customer relationship management tool? And we're going to refer to it from now on, I'm sure as a CRM. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. So a CRM is essentially a platform that helps you manage the relationships you have with your clients. So in order to take advantage of the systems and really run it efficiently, you have to have all of the pieces in place and then put those pieces in where they're supposed to be within workflows and automations. So that when, for example, someone completes your inquiry form, they're automatically getting an email saying, hey, thanks so much for reaching out. I will get back to you within 48 hours, or here's a link to schedule a call, or here's a PDF for more you know, information on my services. It gives you the opportunity to streamline your processes, save you time, and actually make you more money. Mm-hmm. I think for anybody that has a business, whether it's a coach or a photographer, any type of service-based business online, if you don't have something like this set up and you're manually responding to all these inquiries, and I can't even imagine, like it just starts feeling like tight in my chest because that's a lot of pressure. It's you're always having to be connected to your device and your phone and your customers aren't 
fully taken care of in a way that they can be when it's automated. Because I certainly, I personally use Auto, which we'll talk about the platforms and the differences here in a minute. But I've had people with my workflows and automations, sign my contract, pay my invoice all while I'm asleep. Like I don't right. have to do anything because it's all happening automatically. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the biggest benefit I see in, in having these CRMs in place is, you know, you're getting paid while you're asleep or it's allowing you to have meetings scheduled while you're in a different meeting and you're not having to go back and forth in emails for three days, trying to figure out when someone's available. It, it allows for a lot more freedom in your business when you streamline those processes. So I think for today's purposes, talking about the differences between two of what I see as the most popular platforms in this space, HoneyBook versus Dubsado. Could you tell us a little bit uh, maybe about each and why someone might pick one over the other? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when you're thinking about the differences between these two systems, it normally, when I have consultation calls with clients, it comes down to how much automation do you want in your business and how much branding do you want within the system? If you have a business that is really high touch and you are personally changing emails or you want to go back and forth to like figure out times for whatever reason, you know, maybe your schedule isn't as dependable or it changes often. Like we have kids, so we know like our, our, our schedules change regularly. Yes. So if you have those types of needs or it's a, or a higher touch product or that kind of thing, um, and you're not as concerned about everything being super pretty and coded and that kind of thing, then HoneyBook is a great option that has a much easier user interface. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to learn. It's much easier to go in and kind of figure things out. And I feel like it's a much more forgiving system. If something doesn't quite work right, I feel like there's other ways to do it. <laughs> so it's not it's not like the end of the world. Where Dibsato, if you're wanting something that has more automation, more power, more bells and whistles, it really has the ability to take a client from inquiry through literally like the end of the project. And you want something that it can be super branded and super pretty and, you know, more interactive with your clients, then Dubsado is going to be the way to go. It's going to have that Dubsado is much more difficult to learn and it had, and it's a much less forgiving system in my opinion too. Like if you miss hitting one button, it's not going to work right. If you accidentally put, you know, an extra bracket somewhere, something's not going to work work right. So it's it's it requires more precision than than HoneyBook does. That's really helpful and great things to think about. Do you recommend if someone has certain goals in their business, how easy is it for them to say, start with one? Like if they hear you say HoneyBook's easier right now, I don't need all those things. My schedule is more open, but I have these goals and this is where I want to be. Do you recommend that people start with HoneyBook and then switch? Or if you know that you're moving in a certain direction and this is where you'd like to be, Do you start with the more complicated one and then learn it in the beginning? I recommend starting where you want to go. That's one thing that 
I actually talked to a guest on my podcast about a few months ago was we kind of look at things. We're like, okay, well, we want to hit, you know, six figures. And then we're having to refigure things out to like hit the next stepping stone. Mm -hmm. Or if you put your business on a three or five year track, you're like, okay, I know I want it to go in this direction. If you start setting up your systems to meet those goals, you'll probably meet them not only sooner, but a little easier because your systems are already moving in that direction. When you put in the time and the effort, even even in HoneyBook, it's going to take time and patience to learn the system. I can't tell you how many times I have talked to clients who have been so frustrated because they want all the bells and whistles or whatever the, or Dubsado may have been too much for them, but they've been frustrated because they spent all this time on one system and they ended up moving to a different system because that's what actually ends up being the better fit for their business. So taking the time and figuring out what you want your business to look like in the grand scheme of things is a much better place to make a decision than what you feel like you can get done right now. Is there a theme or type of business that you see being really successful in one system versus the other? I think it just... I think any business can be successful on either platform. I really do. I HoneyBook has done a lot of updates in the last, especially in the last year. HoneyBook does an incredible job of listening to their audience and making adjustments to fit their audience's needs. This is something that as a HoneyBook pro, I have been blown away by their program. They constantly reach out to us and ask like, what are your clients wanting? What are your clients needing? And so keeping all of that in mind, if you are willing to put in the time and effort into a system and learning it, and then knowing like right now they're in the middle of like some really big shifts to make the platform better. If you can hold out for those things, you can be super successful on HoneyBook. And those you know, more powerful automations are, are coming. I can't say anything more than that, (laughs) but if you are ready to like really get your business going, you need those more powerful automations, then, then Dubsado is the place to be right now, regardless of what kind of business you have. Let's talk about the difference in price, because, you know, if somebody's listening and they might not be familiar with these two systems, it might sound like one is way more expensive than the other. Can you talk to us about what the structures look like in general for those two systems? All right. So with these two programs, the two programs have remained competitive since Dubsado came into the market about six years ago. They actually just celebrated their sixth birthday. HoneyBook's been around a lot longer and they do an incredible job of really, really talking to their audience. But the two programs, like I said, are competitive. HoneyBook has three different options, and you can either choose to do annual or monthly. They have a starter plan, which is $9 a month. You do get a free trial. You get access to all of the features for your first $10,000. And then they have $39 per month and then $390 per year. Dubsado also has annual and monthly plans. They just introduced the different plans earlier, I think this year, maybe it was late last year. But their starter includes unlimited projects and clients, invoicing and payment plans, form and email templates. So instead of it being a money cap, they're limiting the amount of 
features of the system you can use. And that's at $20 a month. Then you get more features at $35 a month, or excuse me, you get their entire system for $35 a month on the monthly plan. And then 200 for the year for starter and 350 for the year for premier. So the two systems are really competitive in pricing. They always have been. HoneyBook tends to be a little bit more expensive, which has always surprised me since they actually lack a lot of the features that Dubsado has. But the thing that HoneyBook has impressed me, and I may have already said this, is their ability and their willingness to really listen to you and give you feedback and help you with, you know, whatever issues you're dealing with at the time, which goes a long way when you're learning a new system. Mm-hmm. And I know Dubsado rolled out there was their internal training plan. I can't remember if it's called like Dubsado University or something, but there is a plan that you can go through like a course format to learn the system and to put everything in place. You just have to take the time to do it. Yes. And the, I mean, the videos are pretty extensive. I think they're like four different modules now. It's like beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then maybe that's a certification, but they're really good about teaching you the system. If you can take the time to really sit down and learn the system, there's still, there's still things that even if you go through the courses or, you know, that kind of thing, there's just things you'll learn as you use the system. And there's going to be things that you may not like as you learn the system, as plenty of people have found out. What was hard for me when I was trying to learn Dubsado is that I had to think about my process fully all the way through and then implement it in what my mind interpret it as a backwards way. Like I had to create these emails that were going to people. I had to create all these things before I could create the workflow and mm-hmm. because I needed something to plug in. So do you have any tips for people that are thinking about, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to set up this system. How do you tell people to start planning for what they want their system to do? So this is one of my favorite questions because as someone who's done hundreds of setups, I would hate to see what my like first 10 looked like. <laughs> it's like that photographer's like first wedding. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, they actually liked these images. I'm like, oh, they actually liked the setup. So now we have a really, really streamlined approach to setups. So the first thing, if you're doing it on your own, the very first thing I encourage someone to do is to grab like a pen and paper or a big dry erase board or post-its and a big blank wall and map out your process. Even if you think you don't have a process, you do. It's probably just like clunky and crappy because you don't think it's there. But I promise you, you have a process. You just don't know what it is yet, even though you do the steps. So you need to think about, okay, when someone inquires what is the first thing that you want them to receive? Do you, if you're a photographer, which is, you know, who we work with, do you want them to receive pricing? Do you want them to be able to book a session or do you need to get on a call with them? Those are normally like the three kind of things that need to happen in that first, that first email. Or, you know, if it's a systems person, maybe you want them to hop on a call. So you want to send a scheduler first. Okay, so you're going to map out what your process is. And as you're asking the questions, okay, they're going to inquire, this is the first thing that goes out. 
after this step is completed, what's the next step that happens? Is there something in between this? If this step doesn't occur, do I need to set a task for myself to follow up on that step? So you have to map that all out and that's going to help you create the pieces you actually need. So let's say a five-step process, we'll keep it more simple, Mm -hmm. like an onboarding workflow, right? So they inquire, you're going to send out a scheduler. We'll do this in, uh, we'll say it's in Dubsado. When you write down scheduler, you're going to need three emails. The email to invite them to schedule a call, the confirmation email, and then the reminder email. So a minimum of three emails. You can do more reminders. So then you know send scheduler equals three emails. And then of course your scheduler template. So then after your appointment is scheduled, what's the next thing you want them to receive? Do you want them to receive more information on your business? Do you want them to receive a welcome video? What's that next step? Or are you just going to wait till you get on the call? And you know, then the next step is the proposal, right? So then we'll say send proposal after appointment is completed. So you'll know, okay, I need to create that proposal and I need to write that email. So those are your action items from that workflow step. And that's how you create your workflow. You write out your process, ask yourself those questions, then figure out, okay, this step equals this email, this form, this step equals this scheduler, these three emails. So then once you have all of your puzzle pieces that you have to create, you go create your puzzle pieces <laughs> and then you plug in your workflow. Because if you try to create a workflow and bounce in between like, okay, this step, okay, now I need to build this thing. And then this step, it just takes you 10 times longer than it needs to. That's a really hot tip because that's exactly what I try to do myself. <laughs> it's what a lot of people, because like you said, it's like reverse engineering it. And I don't know anyone who thinks, oh, I'm going to reverse engineer this in order to hit my goals. Like, that's the last thing I think of. You think, okay, I need a workflow. I'm going to start with the workflow. Mm -hmm. So now that people have heard the ins and outs of the system and then how to think about creating the system, I'm sure there are many, if not most people that are saying, all right, (laughs) let's talk about how to hire for this because I know that I could either create the system and it could take, you know, most of my work week or longer, or I could hire somebody to do it and be working and bringing in revenue during yeah. that amount of time. So when you talk about what you do, this types of system setups, and then I would love to hear if you have thought about do you recommend across the board people hire out for system setups or are there some things that you look for that you ask people in your intake process to see if they're ready for this type of service? So if you have your packages and your branding and you're ready to get clients, then you're probably ready for a system setup. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think if you have those three those three things in place or you're ready to like get your business rolling, then it's time for a system. I had my business for six weeks before I signed up with Dubsado. I think I have one client. (laughs) It gave me time to learn the system as I was building the business. So to answer your question, as far as hiring someone and my recommendation, if you have the ability to hire someone, 
the first thing you need to consider is when you hire someone, you want to hire the person that's going to teach you how to use the system. The system will be completely useless, even if it's 100% set up, if you have no idea how to use it. Your workflows are going to change. You're going to hire this person. They're going to know how to put your workflows in place. But your workflows are going to change. Your pricing is going to change. Your steps are going to change. You're going to hire someone to take over some of the steps. So you need to know, okay, how do I add a workflow step? How do I change a workflow step? How do I change pricing? So your first step, if you're going to hire, is to hire the person who's going to teach you how to use it. Then think about what's important to you when you're looking at hiring. Is it the, like, the branding piece of it? Do you want to make sure everything is super pretty and coded and interactive? If that is like one of the main things you're hiring for, then no, it's going to be more expensive because you have coding involved and those things are like way more intensive than just setting up a proposal. You also may consider if you can figure out how to do the workflow and the setup, hiring just your like form creation. That'll save you some money and you'll still have these beautiful, incredible forms without paying someone to do an entire setup. Now, if you are ready to hire and your focus is learning the system, putting your workflows in place, making sure your system is up and running and doing all things, the things you need to do, make sure you work with a professional. I'm not saying they have to be Dubsado certified, There's been plenty of us who have been doing these setups for three plus years, four plus years, and they know what they're doing, whether they're certified or not. Dubsado, don't come at me for this, but it's the truth. So you don't necessarily need to work with a certified person, but you do need to work with someone who has been doing this for at least, I would say, two years. If you really want to invest in someone who knows the system. Dubsado is constantly changing. There's things that they're constantly updating. They send out update lists, you know, once a month. So you want someone who knows the system inside and out. The other thing to consider is who are you serving? If you're a photographer, working with someone who knows photographers is going to be super beneficial. If you are a DJ or a I don't know, business coach, you know, those types of different niches. There are Dubsado specialists who have niched down even further to serving those types of businesses. And the benefit in working with people within your niche who serve your niche is they're going to have particular insight to how to better run your business. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on calls with photographers And I say, okay, well, let's add this step here or this information for your client here. And they're like, oh, I never would have thought about that. But it's because I've been in working with photographers for four years and I know what makes a successful photography business. We do setups for other businesses and they're great. But if they went to someone who really knew their niche, I'm sure they would have more benefits because they know how to better run those businesses. So that's another tip that I often want people to consider. Now, when you're talking about people who have, who know these systems like the back of their hand and they're niched into your specific offerings or your specific service, that's a really specialized person. (laughs) And 
that's something to consider. You can go to a pro that knows what they're doing, that can do a setup for you that maybe not might not have that edge and be more affordable. You're still going to walk away with a great system set up. Maybe just not the extra edge that someone niched in your field would have. You know, talking about costs, can you share with us? I know you're not going to know the range of every single person out there, but is there a general range you could provide that people can expect to pay or to save or budget for when they're thinking about setting up a CRM and paying someone to do it for their business? So that's such a loaded question. <laughs> if you go into the communities that Honeybook and Dubsado have on Facebook, then you're going to see in crazy range of pricing. The professionals that I'm, you know, I'm friends with would normally tell you anywhere between three and $5,000 for a system setup. That's turnkey. Like we supply the forms, we supply the emails, the schedulers, all of your connections are working. You have multiple workflows, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't charge that much. <laughs> I just... And I can't tell you why it's one of those things like I've always wanted to keep our pricing really accessible while still offering really great service. But our standalone system setup is $18.97. You will find people that are lower than us. You'll find, you know, there's plenty of setup pros out there that are closer to a thousand or eleven hundred or you know, or they have courses that are in the $200 range. So you can kind of walk through their course. It really just depends on. A lot of different factors. If you're looking for a specific person doing specific things for your niche or doing that coding we talked about, like we don't do any, any coding. <laughs> so I, we do great setups, but our forms, if you want really pretty forms, we're not the business for you. <laughs> well, your forms are really pretty, but you just need like really coded and really coded, fancy. really interactive. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty. We make pretty forms and they're branded and tailored to your business, but like, I can't, ex like they don't scroll and do all of the things. <laughs> Which I think to be fair, most users aren't going to know the difference between one or the other. I think most consumers, right. like if you're talking about customer coming into a photography business, the forms that I'm just speaking about Dubsado more because I have the system. So I'm more familiar with it, but people are so impressed at those beautiful forms. Yeah. And they're not going to be like, oh, it doesn't do this. The average consumer is not going to know that. They're not going to know. They're not going to have any idea. So when people might hire for something like this, do you have a range of time that this setup would take that they can plan for? I would say regardless of who you're hiring, you are likely looking at at least a month, especially if we are like writing your emails, creating your forms. It's a lot different when you have a lot of those pieces in place and it's a matter of plugging and playing. But most of our clients, we're creating the forms from scratch. We are tailoring the emails to make sense for their business. Um, and it's a process. So I would say regardless of who you're hiring, you're looking at at least a month, if not two. Mm -hmm. And the more you, more assets you have, the shorter amount of time it will potentially take. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have, if you come into it with your assets, then, I mean, you're looking at closer to three weeks or even two weeks, depending on how intricate your workflows are. Mm -hmm. I think this has been really helpful. Is there anything else that you would share about just thinking about systems in general, like some parting words for the person who, 
And we all listen, we all have these doubts. Like I can fully say like on the podcast that I reached out to you at one point and said, okay, everybody's talking about HoneyBook. Should I just switch everything over? And you were able to talk to me about the level of automations that I had and that I wouldn't have with HoneyBook. And it was a very clear decision. But I think in my mind, I would like to think that everybody has these moments where you're like, I'm building this system and I'm not a hundred percent solid in this particular part in terms of confidence or there's things that I would want it to do or not do. And so we might like panic and want to switch. But when you're talking about systems to a non-systems person who just wants to show up, do the work, get the clients, have them have a really great experience, what would you leave them with? (laughs) I would say do the research, like really think about where you want your business to go and how not involved, but how much day-to-day tasks do you want to need to do in your CRM? The whole point of a CRM is to give you as much time back as possible. So that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at these different systems. And again, HoneyBook is doing things to improve this, but currently you're going to have more touch points in HoneyBook than you would Dubsado. HoneyBook's easier to learn. Dipset is a lot harder to learn and changing. So those are all things that you need to keep in keep in mind. If you are willing to take the time and learn the system and or you have the ability to hire someone who can teach you the system, then a lot of the times I'm going to point towards Dubsado simply because it's just a more powerful automation tool at this point. If you're willing to give yourself some time to learn the system or have someone set up the system knowing there's going to be improvements made and you have a really amazing company backing you up, then HoneyBook's the place to be. And if you decide to hire for someone to do your HoneyBook, we have a really extensive program for HoneyBook pros. I would ask that person who you're hiring, hey, I know HoneyBook is coming out with updates. Are you going to offer a special if I come back to you to get these set up in my business? Or are you familiar with these updates coming? So then you have a better handle like, hey, I know this is going to change. I'm going to have to learn something new here in the next six months. What, you know, making sure that you're you're comfortable with that and whoever you hire is going to be able to walk you through that too. Oh, that's so helpful. Thank you. Now you are in so many amazing places on the interwebs. <laughs> How can people come hang out with you more? Because you have a podcast, you have an amazing social media channel with some reels that are just absolutely delightful. I mean, tell us where we can connect with you and stay in your, your zone of genius. Yeah, absolutely. I love hanging out on social media. On Instagram, I'm success beyond the lens. Um, and then where the podcast is at the same name, success beyond the lens. And then we're the same on Facebook for success beyond the lens, but the URL ends with backslash Jen with two ends bays. But I'm always, I'm on Instagram way too often. <laughs> and if you ever need to laugh at somebody, then yeah, my reels are um, delightful is a word for it. <laughs> I loved, I you had alert. a reel recently that was like a blooper reel. And yeah. I almost thought about adding one to the end of my podcast, my solos, because just yes. there's so much there. <laughs> yeah. I've talked to my podcast manager a couple of times. I'm like, we need to do a blooper, like a blooper reel or episode or 
something. Yeah. Because I live for bloopers. So I keep all of mine. <laughs> I do too. When there's bloopers at the end of a show or a YouTube mm-hmm. video, I'm there for it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's my favorite. So and yeah. can you talk about your podcast? And I know it's geared towards photographers, but I listen and I think there's a lot of gems there for people that are want to think about system. There's just so many things you talk about. Can you share um, what the podcast is and who would be a good fit to listen? Thanks so much. Absolutely. So our podcast is really, it's aimed for business management and marketing for photographers, since that's what our company does. However, it's like Julie said, we talk a lot about systems and marketing and running your business that's applicable to just about any business owner. So unless it's like interviewing, like how to do in-person sales for a photographer, the episode will probably have nuggets for you to pull out of. I've done plenty of episodes talking about actually like walking you through a system setup. Like if you go to my podcast, I did an entire episode where I walked you through that process I talked about briefly on this episode Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, we're going to grab your sticky notes, grab your pens. We're walking you through on how to set set up your workflow. And then we've, I've talked about hiring. Julie's coming on to my podcast to talk about hiring. That's going to be applicable again to any business owner. So if you are looking to run a more efficient business or you're looking to grow your business through marketing, then there's definitely episodes there for you. Absolutely. And we'll link that episode that you mentioned below and any other ones that might, you know, apply to this particular topic. And how do people work with you? Like they'll come to see your services on your website, but are there ways that you're really loving or promoting working with people right now? So for systems, I have recently started offering strategy sessions that may be a really good fit for someone who wants to learn and implement the system themselves, but they don't actually know their process. So I told you like everyone has a process, but they think they don't, right? So these strategy sessions allow me to pull that process out of you, then you literally get my worksheet that I use for our clients to set up your own workflow. So that's been a really fun way that we've kind of started working with other businesses outside of photographers. That's been one way. And then we offer marketing and then full, you know, turnkey setups for Dubsado and HoneyBook. That's so cool. What a cool service. I know as an Enneagram one, you just offer so much value, but like, wow, to be able to show up and have somebody take all that out because so many people really don't know, like they just, it's like a blank stare and that's okay because that's not your zone of genius, but it is your zone of genius. And these strategy sessions, what I really love about them is you get your worksheet that walks you through, like it literally says the action you will take in Dubsado how long it's going to be between that action, the the trigger for it, and then we'll like tell you what form goes where, right? So you get this whole worksheet, but then you'll get a Google Doc outlining the pieces you actually have to create. So we'll do that process with you. So you're not having to use your post-its and your pens. <laughs> I put all of that in, in for you so that you can go and implement. So there's no excuse. Like if you listen to this podcast and you either need a CRM or you need to really like invest time and energy to make it, 
You have Jen's podcast as a free option that will walk you through it. You have the strategy call to get your workflow down. And then you have somebody for system setups or, you know, some tips on some great communities on where to find those people that will, you know, be the perfect fit for your business. So it's amazing. Yeah. And, and the, the team member that helps me with these setups, she is, she does the, she helps me with the Dubsado setups and she's Dubsado certified too. So both of us are certified. So we've got you covered. Fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what I'm going to do next week. We're going to have to just like start setting like little times to chat because I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to, I'm going to be voxing you because I think I'm going to start Crescent City this weekend. So you're going to be hearing from me. I was on the recording a book episode with Kim yesterday, and I cannot tell you the amount of begging I was doing for her to start these books. She's in the middle of Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss, which is our shared author that we love and obsess over. And so I feel like book two in Crescent City just it's taking us to a whole new level of amazingness. And I cannot wait. Like I, I hope you will give me Foxer updates at a minimum. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I've not been in a place to start it, but I think, I think I'm getting there. So I'm, I think I'm going to start it this weekend. I'm really ready for like a good deep dive. Well, Jen, you are one of those business owners that I just, I adore. I share about you all the time in Facebook groups and point people to your resources. And it has just been an honor to have you share your wisdom with the audience today. Absolutely. I appreciate your friendship and your business bestie partnership too. Well, we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Something I'm really passionate about helping online business owners with is getting the support they need to build and grow the team of their dreams. And one of the ways I do that is with a free resource. It's our hiring starting kit. And what the starting kit helps you do is get really clear on the vision and values for your business, get really clear on where you're spending your time during your day and during your week and how to systemize the recurring tasks that are happening in your business So you have the resources you need to be able to scale and gain support. If that sounds like something that you'd be interested in, you can find this resource at julietraining.com backslash starter kit. Thanks so much.